Hello, beautiful people. So, today I'm going to talk about something. I'm going to tell you guys about a story that was, that, that was you know, kind of a little bit difficult for me to experience. And that was being in the wrong line. <laughs> so, last week I talked about how it's important to stay in line. But this week I'm going to talk about how sometimes you got to get out of line. Or get out of where you're not supposed to be. And for me, that was a specific opportunity. And when I received this opportunity, I was so happy to have it. I was so grateful. Like, But to be honest, the red flags were there from the beginning. And it just reminded me of the importance of following your heart. Well, the heart is deceiving, but following for me what God is saying. Yeah, following for me what God is saying about the season that I'm in, about the season that I will be in. I know that I feel really, really grateful for that opportunity. But looking back from where I am now, it's like, man, what would have happened if I never said yes to that? Would I have would I have been in a better opportunity that produces longevity or that is not just short term? Because previously I have done a lot of short term things and I've taken a lot of short term contracts. And previous to this opportunity, that just wasn't for me. And those opportunities I was so grateful to have, but um, it just allowed me to be in a space where it's like, I wasn't thinking about long-term. Like, I'm, I'm always thinking about what's next and where to move forward. And that's why I'm able to talk about how sometimes, Sashane, you need to stay in line. But there are times where I've stayed in places that I was not supposed to be any longer. There were even relationships that I had that just was not for me. And you know, the funny thing about these certain relationships is that, you know, I had a list and I'm like, ooh, wee, this person checks all the boxes off on my list. And I checked all the boxes off on their list. And it was like a match made in the list world of, you know, top number one lists. And we both quickly figured out, mm, yeah, you reach my list, I reach your list, but this this is not it. This is not it. And I'm so grateful to be with my husband now and, you know, have thrown away a list. <laughs> um, but having that opportunity to know, okay, this is really not what I want. Like, what's on my list is not what I want and what I desire sometimes isn't always the best for me and yes it will get me into a place that I do want but reminding myself like God knows best like I desired that thing so bad I desired this opportunity so bad but it just it didn't work out and it just reminded me to trust what God is saying to me about my season regardless of what others may think or regardless of what I think (laughs) to trust what God says and trust who God says I am and what he has promised 
recently it was so crazy like I was invited to do this thing but it just like it just did not work it just did not work like there was nothing like I could do to get it to work and I did everything in my power for it to come to pass and it was just another reminder of me trying to do things that I should not be trying to do me trying to get do things on my own strength me trying to do things on my own when I'm not alone when I do have a father who are in heaven and who knows what's best for me and reminding myself to trust God trust God to let go and let God um and to just believe firmly that he is my provider that he is able he can do more than what I've ever dreamed and that I don't have to settle that I don't have to make myself less that I don't have to choose less because that's not in the plans for me And even when I try to choose less, it does not work. It is not happening. It is not happening. And I believe like so many times life chooses to uh, show us who we are and also who we are not. And I'm definitely in a season of girl, that's who you're not. That's who you're not. That's who you're not. That's who they think you are, but that's who you're not. Or that's who you thought you were, even for me, but that's who you're not. Because so many, like, ah, man, I love taking an L. Like, I love taking an L now. Like, it hurts in the moment. It hurts in the in the process, in the shifting, in the changing, in the pressing, in the new wine. Okay. <laughs> um... But then you can look back and it's like, man, I remember when that was woo, hard. I remember when I really struggled with this. And I remember where I, how far I've come. But, uh, man, I really thank God for where I am now. Because woo, that was not me. And that was not who I was supposed to be. And that was not for me. Like I just, when opportunities close in my face, I cannot help but thank God. Because I am a dreamer, I'm a believer, and I'm someone that just has a huge vision. I have a huge vision for life. I have a huge, I have a huge vision for where I want to go. And you know what the Bible says, man without vision shall fall. Um, I believe in certain versions that even says perish. And I think it's because you have the ability to hope for things that are not seen in the natural realm but that are promised in a spiritual realm. And I think it's powerful to hold on to things that are just seem like, this is no way, this is no way, like, this is no way, like, girl, you're crazy. I think it's powerful to step into that. I think it's powerful to firmly believe what others may say, like, girl, you cannot do, to firmly believe what others may think, girl, that's crazy. Or guy, that's crazy. Boy, that's crazy. Do the crazy thing. Do the crazy thing. It kind of makes me think about my move to where I am now. I moved all the way across the country 
from the state of Pennsylvania. I used to live right outside of the city of Philadelphia. And now I live in the great state. The greatest state. <laughs> and, and it's just like, wow. When I was moving across the country, everyone around me was like, that's crazy. What? That's insane. You're crazy. What are you doing? Why would you do that? What? And it was just like, even people projecting their fears fears on me. Like, this is why you should be afraid. This is why you shouldn't be afraid. Okay? This is why I was afraid when I did that. And this is what you should know before you do this. And it's just like, oh, I'm so grateful that people can speak into my life and that I have a community of people who love me, who care about me. But also at the same time, I'm just like, I'm so glad I didn't listen to any of them. (laughs) Because it's just like, my story is not theirs. Regardless of what they they experience, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. And there's also this phrase, like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But my life is my life alone. My life is my life to live. My life is my life to experience. And... My mistakes are my mistakes alone. And I know also that what I'm experiencing is not different than what someone else, my brothers and sisters in this world are experiencing. I know that my suffering is not different than the suffering from someone else that may be experiencing. I know the conversations I have are nothing new under the sun. Right? I know that for a fact. And I know that what I'm experiencing and the gifts that I have are not not different but I know that I am only me and I know that only I can be me and I know that only I can live my life and I say all that to say that if you are listening and you feel like there's something new that you want to try something new that you want to do there's a new endeavor that you're going on to not let those around you discourage you but to try it and to have faith and to stand firm if you believe that that's the path that God is setting you on to not be discouraged. If you believe that what you're doing in your season is what you are supposed to be doing, is where exactly where you're supposed to be, is exactly where God needs you to be, then don't be discouraged and stand firm. If you are listening and you're like thinking like, wow, I have these crazy dreams, write those dreams down. The Bible says, God says in his word, he says, if you make your if you write your visions down i will and i will make them plain i will make them plain i will make them plain and see so me think about that and you think it makes me think about the context around it you know i will make it plain and i think it means i will make it plain to see to the point where it's not just a vision it's not just something that you are writing down but it's or versus it's not just something that you're writing down but furthermore it's also something that you're able to say oh I know how I'm gonna get there oh I know what I need to do to receive that I know what I need to do to walk in that I know what I need to do for that to happen Thank you, God, for making that vision plain. Because visions are big. Visions are huge. Visions are things that are hard to grasp because you're not there yet. That's vision. That's what a vision is, right? 
And sometimes it's hard to to grasp where you aren't, where you are not, because of what it may look like in the present time. I just want to share the definition of vision here. Um, Two, the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. And underneath it is similar verb, imagination, creativity. Like, wow. Wow. Is, isn't it amazing? Like, I think that's amazing. An experience of seeing someone or something in a dream or chance or supernatural apparition. The idea came to him in a vision. And you know what? It's from the root the Latin word. The origin of this is Latin. It means to see. So write what you see down and God can make it plain. Write your visions down and God will make it plain. Write your desires down and God will make it plain. Because I think sometimes what we see is hard and we make it we make it more difficult than it needs to be. We see it in ways that we don't need to see it. And we confuse ourselves and we try to do things to get to the vision that God didn't even tell us to do to get to that vision. But we're just like, oh, so eager. Or even concerned with what others think versus more concerned with what God has said to do. I think the power of obedience often happens in the moments of discomfort. In the moments of distress. In the moments of discouragement. That is when the power of obedience and the power of being still and knowing that God is God and we are not. We are not but having joy. Having joy that God can make our visions plain. Having joy and letting go and letting God. Having joy and learn and knowing that we are not alone. And knowing that God is great and he is a good father and he's taking care of us. You know, I was recently thinking and writing and I said, you know, I have never felt more held. There is so much that I am not in control of. And I have never felt more held. I In that opportunity that I was speaking of earlier, I said, I said to God, I said, God, why didn't you send someone to tell me to leave? And he said, I sent me. I told you to leave. I told you not to do that. I told you not to be there. I was the one to tell you the truth. Why? And it was just so... It was so profound. I do believe that God uses people, uses others, uses the the glory that you see in his nature and his world and in this and in, in what, you know, he created and he is his creation. I believe that you see God in that. You know, the Bible also says that the mountains rise up to glorify him in the book of Psalms. And I just I'm so grateful that I can rise up to glorify him and then tell this story about how now I feel so held that I don't want to make the same mistake in my life of trying to fix things and trying to hold on to things and trying to do things because I feel like, oh, it's the time and and falling at the mouths of men and falling at what others think about me. 
I don't want to make that mistake. I don't want to make that mistake because of where I am in wanting, you know, my life to look a certain way. It doesn't always look that way. It doesn't always look the way that I want. But I know for a fact that I'm exactly where I prayed to be. And so that's more than enough. That's more than enough and that God can provide more than enough. And more than more than enough, more than I could ever imagine. That, that, that the visions that I have have already come to pass. And I, the visions that I had three years ago have already come to pass. I know that what with the visions that I can have, the visions, I know that the, the Lord is not done yet. I know that the Lord is not done yet because I'm still here and I still have a purpose and I'm trusting him with my whole being, with my whole heart, with my life, my livelihood, my children's children, my family, generations after generations just so many things I'm just trusting God with and I'm just I'm overfilled with joy as I speak of this because God loves me and he will close the door he will close the doors that I do not need to walk in and I'm just grateful for that I'm grateful for that I'm really really grateful for that and I hope as you're listening you're thinking of the things that you maybe think you need And, you know, maybe you don't need them. But if you're thinking about the things that you have new coming up that are new endeavors that you're excited to try, but you feel like other people around you are like, no, 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 don't do that. Do it this way. Do it this way. Trust God. Trust God. And trust your trust, you know, write those visions down and he will make it plain and it shall come to pass. Rest in him. I have never felt more kept. I have never felt more held. (laughs) It's just, and more overjoyed in the moment that I do when I reflect on how good God is. Even the Bible says, think of the things that are lovely, that are joyous, that are good. And it also says in Colossians 3, 1 through 3, you know, seek the kingdom above. And it also says, I think, I believe in the book of John, you know, if you seek me, more will be added to you. And it's not always materialistic added to you, but God is capable of doing more, <laughs> more and more in terms of material. But it's like, ah, mm, I feel like what is added to me in this moment is joy. And that means so much more than any materialistic thing, I think. Because. I was really discouraged about things and not looking the way I wanted them to look and doors being closed. And I had to reflect and say, Sasha, you better thank God that door was closed and that another door can open and that you still have breath in your lungs. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want to encourage you guys today and to, to keep dreaming and to write your visions down for it to be made plain and 
to keep praying, pressing in prayer for those around you and your leaders and to act in love. Yeah. God bless.